Good evening, Empowered Ministers of God. It's another mighty Monday. And I think this might be the mightiest Monday of the whole year because it comes during the time of Easter. This is Easter Monday. And um, I just wish you a beautiful and powerful Easter Monday tonight, wherever you are. If you're in your office, if you're in your car, if you're in your house, just receive a mighty Monday high five in the name of Jesus. Let's have a word of prayer together. Our Lord and Savior, we give praise to your holy name because you are faithful, you are kind, you have been with us from the beginning up to now. Father, keep us safe. As we listen to your message, let us enjoy your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Great. Tonight, I want to discuss the subject of power. And I'm doing this audio recording um, because... We did a Facebook post earlier today, but it wasn't very clear. I think some of you might have seen it. We are trying to see if we can hold our meetings live on Facebook so that we can just enjoy some time together in that virtual world. Um, but it seems our data connection is a bit of a challenge. So it produces a blurry video. And so that's what's happened. But um, <laughs> for those who are able to listen, even in spite of that, I understand it was, uh, it was still worth it. So if you, you want to try that, you can. But for those of you who are tuned into this, uh, the message is the same. It's the message of power. And so we are reading from the book of Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10. And the Bible says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death. Hallelujah. That's Philippians chapter 3 verse 10. The apostle Paul was saying that he wants to know Jesus. He wants to know the power of his resurrection and to fellowship with him in his sufferings so that he may be conformed to his death. Hallelujah. So uh, we are discussing the subjects of power and I think power is a very interesting subject. I just want to give you the definition that comes from the dictionary. Power is the ability or capacity to do something or act in a particular way. The ability or capacity to do something or act in a particular way. It's also the capacity or ability to direct or influence behavior of others or the course of events. So, you, you, to put it in simple terms, power is an ability, a capacity. It's, it's the ability to be able to to do something. So what are you able to do? You have the power to do certain things. Okay. You have the power to influence certain people. The power to direct certain people or course of events. When you are in your office, you are a manager there. You have power over the uh, other employees in the office. So you can sack somebody. You can tell somebody to go home. You can tell them to write a memo. You can tell them to write a letter. You can tell them to move their desk to another part of the office. You have power. Of course, there are those who abuse their power. Okay, but I cannot come into your office and come and stand there and say, hey, uh, Adra, move your desk to this side. Hey, you do this because I don't have power to do that in that office. Okay, so our power is dependent on certain jurisdictions and certain environments. But then I want us to read First Peter chapter 5, verse 11 to 13. And that gives us another dimension of power. The Bible says, for all power belongs to God, now and forever. Amen. I love this scripture. For all power, 
All power belongs to God now and forever. Amen. So, even though you might have power in your office, you don't have power in my house. Even though I might have power in my house, I don't have power in your office. Okay? Even the president of Ghana has power in Ghana. He cannot just go to Nigeria and go and start directing affairs over there. Okay? But God... God has all power because all power belongs to him according to this scripture. And then moving on, we read Matthew 28 verse 18. And the Bible says, Then Jesus came and spoke to them saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Hallelujah. Jesus has been given all authority in heaven and on earth. So all the power that God has, he gave it to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He gave it to Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ received this power after his death and resurrection. Okay? All power has been given to him. Luke chapter 10 verse 19 says, this is Jesus talking. So listen carefully. He says, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Hallelujah. What does the Bible say? I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions to overcome all the power of the enemy and nothing will harm you. Beloved, listen to the sound of my voice. God has given you all power to trample every snake and every scorpion, to trample every disease, every sickness, every pain, every problem, every poverty, every curse, every virus, to overcome all the power of the enemy. What are the powers of the enemy? Witchcraft powers, sickness powers. Frustration powers, poverty powers, failure powers, all the powers of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Even demonic forces cannot harm you. Even coronavirus cannot harm you. Hallelujah, child of God. He didn't say some powers. He said all the powers of the enemy. So it's not powers which are less dangerous and powers which are less fatal and powers which are, no, it's all powers. Cancers, HIV, AIDS, every deadly and terrible thing you can think of, you have power over it. Exercise your power in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, I want to say something. Power is very sweet. And that's why we see a lot of skirmishes around the world. People are fighting for power. They are fighting for power because if I have power, I can do a lot of things. There are some things that even money cannot do, but power can do. Even money cannot do certain things, but power can do. I won't get too much into that. The power of his resurrection, the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, that's what I'm talking about. It's an exciting power. And we in the Christian circles, talking about spiritual power, we love to exercise the power of the Holy Ghost. That is the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. Hallelujah. And we need to exercise that power. We see it exercised sometimes in meetings where somebody is healed, where somebody is touched and you see the person fall down. It's power. You see this power that has hit somebody. The power of the Holy Ghost has hit somebody. The power of God comes through the preaching of the word. You see that the word has impacted you with power. Okay? These are small manifestations of power. But then all power belongs to our God, okay? But do you know that we cannot exercise any power in your personal life, in your Christian life, in your life as a minister, in your life as a person, without the fellowship of his sufferings? And this is where you and I are going wrong in modern-day Christianity because we think that God exists for reason of our convenience and comfort. So God is there just for you to write him your shopping list. God, do the following things for me today. God, give me the following items. I want new furniture, new curtains, new uh, uh, hairstyle, new wig, new shoe, new girlfriend. No, God does not exist to fulfill your wish list. 
The power that God has is not to fulfill your wish list. His power is there to accomplish his purpose. Hallelujah. His power is there to accomplish his purpose. And he does not give access to that power except you are willing to accept the fellowship of his sufferings. And that's what Apostle Paul was saying. He said, I want to know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. Why? Being conformed to his death. So I want to give you this scripture, child of God, as I close. Matthew 16, 24 says, If anyone would come after me, that's Jesus, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Do you want to come after Jesus? Do you want to be as powerful as he was, healing the sick, raising the dead? Do you want to exercise the power that raised Christ from the dead? That's resurrection power. Do you want to exercise it in your own life so that no demons, no witches, no principalities, no struggle will have any dominion over you in your workplace, in your home, in your marriage, in your childbirth, in the things that you are facing, in your education, in your life as a Christian? Do you want to exercise that power? Then Jesus Christ says, deny yourself. Take up your cross and come and follow me. When he tells you to take up a cross, child of God, we are heading for Golgotha. The cross, you are not carrying it to come and tie it around your neck. You are not carrying it to go and chop up and use for firewood. We are not carrying a cross for fun. We are carrying a cross through that. A cross is an instrument of crucifixion. And crucifixion is an instrument of death. I say it again. The cross is an instrument of crucifixion. And crucifixion is an instrument of death. In other words, to, to say it very simply, we are going to die. Take up your cross because we are going to die. I'm not talking about physical death. I'm talking about the death that Apostle Paul wrote about in Galatians. He said, I have been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ that lives in me. So, child of God, you must die. You must die to yourself, to your desires, to your selfishness, to the wickedness, to the weaknesses, to the lusts. You must die and surrender your will to the will of God. Even Jesus had to go through that. He cried at the Garden of Gethsemane. He said, Lord, let this cup pass from me. Some of us are still at the stage of, Lord, let this cup pass from me. You must get past the stage of, let this cup pass from me and take the cup of suffering. Carry the cross, the beatings, everything. Everybody must take up their own cross. Deny yourself. Enter into fasting. Enter into prayer. Stop sleeping too much. Stop eating too much. Stop feeling sorry for yourself and thinking that God owes you something. Because he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. God doesn't owe you anything. Deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow him. And he will exercise his glory through you. He will show the world his glory through you. You must go through the fellowship of the suffering to enjoy the power. I was talking to um, somebody this afternoon and I said, The power is in the pain. If you see any powerful Christian, powerful man of God, powerful woman of God, I promise you there's a pain that they are faced. Apostle Paul had it a thorn in his side. The power is in the pain. So child of God, embrace that pain. Embrace the struggle because God wants to use it for your benefits and for his glory. And the Lord bless you all. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May you never run away from the battle. May you not abandon your post. May you not abandon your training. May you not give up just at the edge of your breakthrough. Lord bless you and keep you all safe under the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen.